Hello, and welcome to Toonami Therapy, September 7th of 2023, and I'm Michael. I'm Tommy. And, well, we don't really have any Toonami to discuss this week, because we just had the last episode of My Adventures with Superman, and then uh, a rerun of Season 3 of Fooly Cooly, and, well, we haven't really been talking about My Adventure with Superman, um, much on the podcast but i mean we both did watch the episode so i don't know if you want to uh i don't have too much to say about the series other than uh, on the whole other than well i i've said it a few times before and i by the end of this first season i'm pretty convinced i really liked the series when it was making jokes the jokes are usually pretty good but whenever it went to turn for the more serious it I didn't really like it that much. So it's usually pretty, I thought it was pretty good when it was trying to be funny. And when it was trying to be dramatic, I thought it was usually pretty bad. And uh, unfortunately, this year <laughs> took a much bigger turn towards the dramatic as it went on. <laughs> yeah, that pretty much says it all. It, it tried to be dramatic and it was not very good. So, yeah, unfortunately, there's probably a second season and probably a third season. And, We'll be watching this instead of anime uh, into the future. Yeah, it's. I'm just. I want to know what the schedule is going to be after this week. I, so I looked at like you know a, a TV guide uh, uh, website, a zap to it, and it said that what we've got next week. Now I don't know if this is like official or not. I, I glanced over like the Tsunami Facebook and didn't see anything about um this so maybe this is a placeholder or something for when they announce what's really coming but it looked like we were going to have uh fully coolie season four then two episodes of one piece and then it would go for two episodes of naruto shippuden so um we'll see i guess mm-hmm. Uh, th- uh, this upcoming week, though, we've just got the premiere of Fooly Cooly and more Attack on Titan, so we'll see how that goes. Anyway, that's our Toonami discussion for now. Let's just discuss all the stuff that was not on Toonami that we watched for this week. Right. Oh, yeah, also, last ep- week, we were saying, okay, we'll just watch the, the same thing we watched last week. Well, after we finished the podcast and recorded it, we kind of changed our minds, so we, instead of watching two episodes of Full Metal Panic, did watch the first episode of my teen romantic comedy snafu so uh i I guess if you want to uh watch that first you might want to pause this and go watch it um but um although weird it's so weird season three of that is on um is season three just season three is on crunchyroll and it's subbed now high dive has seasons one and three dubbed but not season two. It's not there. It's weird. Um, so we're going to at least... So I guess we're on the first season. And then if we decide we really like it, maybe we'll watch season two on, I don't know, like uh, some other thing we could find. Um, I, I think it's like on like uh, like iTunes or something like that. Apple, yeah. Yeah, Apple, yeah they, they renamed... Something like that. I think, yeah, Apple TV, I think they, like, renamed... It used to all be under iTunes, but then they, like, just changed all of the things. Like, you know, it can't just be, like, simple iTunes. It's like, okay, now you have a separate podcast app and a TV app and a music yeah. app. And I'm just thinking, ooh, I liked more the way they did before. Especially for the podcast, because it actually downloaded them as specific, like, individually named files. Now under the new one, at least on my computer, 
um, when you download a podcast, it doesn't like give you the name. It just kind of puts it in a hidden folder on your computer. And you have, if you want to like say copy it to like, you know, a Kindle or something to listen someplace else, then you have, you have to like manually do that. And it's really annoying. But, um, we were supposed to be talking about anime. So we've got then, um, uh, yeah, Full Metal Panic, episode 15. Yeah, um, I'm not sure if I have much to say about this because I watched this, like, a long time ago. But what I can remember is lots of mecha battling and lots of Kaname just walking around by herself at the beach. And that's all I really remember of it. Yeah, it, it was weird because we keep cutting to her. And I'm thinking, why are we cutting to her? Like, like what, what, what's like the purpose of this? Like, I can't even say it's for fan service because she's like, <laughs> because while she's wearing like a swimsuit, she's wearing like a shirt over it. So you don't really um, see. I mean, I guess you see her legs. So maybe that's it. It does it for some people. Um, but it just felt like it was randomly cutting to um, that. As for the rest of the episode, I mean, it's okay. It I found the ending confusing because it seemed like okay, they set off the bomb, the um, and then they just are not there. They just grabbed the stuff and left somehow. Because I don't think we saw that. We just saw like the explosion, and then they're all just gone. And the other guys like, "Ah, they got away." Um, mm-hmm. so I I don't know exactly what went there. I unfortunately don't have that much to say about this episode um, either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just a weird episode. All right. Unfor- so, unfortunately, there are some episodes like this in the series. And that's why Kumoku is so much better. But um, it's, it's still pretty good. I, I just think there's a few times... It has these mecha episodes that I don't really care for. So. Yeah. Um, I, I don't necessarily dislike the more dramatic stuff. It's just I kind of. It's that it kind of like took away this character. Most of the characters we know, like we've got Shin. Okay. We know him. Um, no, no. It's the Sosuke. Sorry. Sosuke. <coughs> um. I was thinking of the guy from 86 for some reason. Um, <laughs> he, um, he, anyway, so, yeah, so we've got Sosuke. Okay, he's an important character. But everyone else here is, like, a completely new guy. Like, the bad guy. Okay, we've never seen him before. These other people that Sosuke's with, we've never seen them before. So, it, it's just kind of weird to suddenly do it like that. Like, the previous more, like, uh, serious episodes at least involved one other character we knew. Mm. All right. So, then we've got The Eminence in Shadow, episodes six and seven. So, um, all right. So, uh, we find out that there's some bad guys who are basically killing people and pretending to be, um, Shadow Garden. We, um... Let's see. We get um, that they manage, uh, they, but they do manage to catch one of the um, guys who was doing all of that for interrogation. We um, let's see. I'm just having trouble 
I did. Oh dang it! Did I um? I, I'm trying to remember things that are happening. I'm thinking, did I forget who the did to watch the second episode? Um. No, no, no! I did watch it. Okay, my, 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 my I'm remembering. It's because I watched the two episodes a bit apart, so, so my yeah. memories of them got. I, I should watch them together to uh, keep them more straight. So right. they get, um, so they get that. There's a bunch of focus on this other, um, girl who thinks, um, who Sid just gave some chocolates to because he had nothing else to do with them. So she thinks that he likes her now. Mm-hmm. Um, there, uh, there's some. A bunch of other stuff with some fighting things, and then ultimately the bad guys uh, set up some sort of anti-magic barrier around the school and all just go in to do bad stuff, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, these episodes are just kind of average to me, not very memorable. I, I think the... So I kind of, the the joke of all, all oh Sid thinks this whole thing is um like isn't real but it is real and everyone thinks he's super smart when he doesn't even think it's a real situation. I kind of feel it's it's a kind of funny joke idea but I kind of feel like it's not really like I feel like I've seen other series do this sort of like joke better. Um mm-hmm. sort of like there's this one one um uh, books, not like novel series. It's got a manga too that I that I read called Tier Moon Empire, and it just has this kind of joke in which is one everyone keeps thinking this one character is super smart and stuff, even though a bunch of the stuff that they just get into is like total luck on their um, part. Uh, actually, it's getting an anime in about a month, so uh, that might be something we'll watch. But yeah, I'm just looking at this. I'm thinking, okay, like the the idea is kind of funny, but I, I don't know if it's really doing. I don't even know where I was going with that, but it was okay. It it, it was, um, it was okay. I, I kind of, um, do wonder how much of this is just an excuse to try to have like, you know, as, uh, because there's, this series really has a whole lot of waifus in it, even by like anime standards, <laughs> like shadow garden is entirely a bunch of cute girls. A bunch of them are a pair, uh, like have animal ears and, stuff and i'm not entirely sure exactly how that works i don't think outside of them i don't think we've seen anyone with like you know animal ears or traits um before, <laughs> uh, elsewhere like is that are there a bunch of people like that in the world why do they have that i don't know if it's been explained or maybe i missed it mm-hmm. okay all right, so then we move on to uh, Attack and Titan Junior High Episode Two. Um, so Armin, who for some reason in this continuity is terrified of the cold, um, they they have to uh, basically go over to him and bring him back to school, but he doesn't want to because he just stays in his room where it's super hot and always wears his futon. Except then Levi um uh, takes it from him. <laughs> It just shows up. So they're trying to find him and then uh, discover that there's actually a secret organization in the um, school uh, called, you know, featuring you know, uh, Levi, Hanji, and a bunch of characters that died in the first season of Attack on Titan. <laughs> so y- you might not remember them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they um go there. Turns out Levi only took the futon to repair 
it and they all decide yeah we'll we'll join them because they're trying to deal with the uh titans and then and then and then because well it's a japanese um school series and you gotta have the plot about how the people have to choose a club to be in <laughs> so they which is what the teacher was telling them they had to do so they're like okay we'll join this one except then they find out it doesn't count because it's a secret organization so they all get stuck in the wall cleaning club instead <laughs> which is funny because of the walls being <laughs> such a big uh plot point so yeah that that, that this episode was great and i'm really glad you chose for us to watch this because uh this it's like as if they they uh recognize their own <laughs> you know the problems in their own series so they just make fun of them and make them into something funny which is great it's you know it's like self-awareness so i i love it and uh these first two episodes have been great I think my favorite um, gag is when they're trying to figure out how to make Levi appear. So Hanji just at, tells Aaron to throw some pay, some like uh, uh like some like some trash into the recycle bin, and then Levi just <laughs> shows up and stops him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. It was says, that doesn't go in the re- that doesn't go in the trash. It goes in the re- recyclables. Oh yeah, you're. Right. I got them mixed up. I, uh, I I said that he was throwing trash in the cycle. It was the other way around. Same joke, anyway. Um, yeah. So yeah, very funny. Of course, this weekend we're going to be watching um, the completely serious Attack on Titan. So we'll see how yeah. that might affect our watching of this going forward. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, okay. Um. <clears throat> so. All right. Uh, not too much else to say about that other than, yes, it was very, it was funny. I, I'm remembering uh, th- that I liked this when I watched this years ago. So, uh, all right. And then we got the new series, uh, My Teen Romantic Comedy Snafu Episode 1. Um, are, do you want to describe the episode plot? No, you're better at it than me. So. Okay. So we have... Um, Okay, I can't remember anyone's names yet because it's just the first episode. <laughs> we have the main character who is voiced, who has the exact same voice as the main character in the Eminence in Shadow. Um, really? You? Oh, you didn't notice it was the same? Um, I noticed they were similar, but oh. I didn't know they were exactly the same. No, same voice actor. Um, wow. Uh, that's, it, it, I, I kept hearing like the same voices, and I'm thinking, oh, okay, that's... It's not going to be that big a deal. I mean, I, I, I watch Attack on Titan and Sword Art Online together. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was something I suddenly uh, noticed. So, um, he and base, <coughs> uh, let's see. Um, be, he writes some, uh, he's supposed, he was supposed to write some report talking about how he, uh, like you know looking back at high school or something and he just wrote something about how much he hates all the other teenagers so his teacher makes him join a club the uh service club i think it was it, it's mm-hmm. a little unclear it was a little unclear to me exactly what they do i i think it was about um i guess helping people or something 
um, what the service anyway, he's there. And the other person is this, um, uh, girl who he, uh, and, uh, then they both don't really like each other and argue a bunch. So I assume they're going to be the main couple for the series. Um, yeah. So we get, honestly, most of the episode is kind of them. The first half, at least it's them bickering. Then there's another, um, girl who ends up, um, like, Oh yeah, she uh, wants them to like make cookies because I guess the service club is yeah they take requests I guess. Um, and then there's a bunch of stuff about people making cookies, um, and uh, discussions about personal improvement and stuff. And I don't even honestly I'm having such a hard time describing this episode. Um, yeah, it is difficult. But uh, ultimately, they get the cookies made and. Uh, I'm describing this, but the episode, like so much of it, is just characters kind of just talking about stuff and, yeah. and arguing about things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it was kind of funny, I guess. Um, yeah, it it was um. It was funny. It, some of the things were a little confusing. Um, they seemed to be going in on these philosophical rants at times, which mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this is getting too much for me. But I liked the romantic tension. And then the, uh, what, what was her name again? Um, the pink-haired girl from Kaguya-sama. Um uh, Chica. Yeah, that that third that second girl played pretty much the part of Chica in this episode, and um, so I thought she was a good addition to the show. So, uh, yeah, um, first episode pretty good. I uh, I think it isn't a slam dunk in my mind, but it's at least a pretty good start. Yeah. It, it, I didn't like dislike it. It just, it just, my, my thing was just ram. My description was rambling and probably didn't make it sound very good because it's it's just a hard series to describe because Mm. it it really is like, like the the characters get introduced and they argue a bunch with each other. In some ways, it, it's it. You mentioned Kagusami. In some ways, it is a little like that, although with I guess a bit more bickering in it. So I, I'm left wondering a little about how where it'll go and stuff. So I don't know exactly what to think about this. I I, I didn't dislike it. But it also just left me feeling kind of confused. I, I feel like in another episode or two, I'll probably understand what the series is going for better. Um, yeah, sorry, didn't have too much um to say about uh that one either. It it wasn't a very plot heavy episode, so not that much to say. Um. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, oh, yes, okay, we did, I was thinking, is that over? And like, oh, no, wait, we did watch that Isekai Quartet movie. Right. Um, Isekai Quartet, Another World. So, I'm not going to go through the plot of it, because it's a movie, uh, but we can discuss it, I guess. Um, so, 
Uh, I'll start out with some of the uh, positives. Um, a bunch of the interactions between the characters, like like the, the characters we know and stuff from the show, were, were actually pretty fun. There were some good jokes there. I especially liked Ayn's and Kazuma's um, interactions with each other. The best one is probably when they're trying to explain to someone what uh, Chunibyo um, means. That, that was good. So there was some fun stuff there. When it was basically doing what the TV show does by just kind of throwing the characters together and having fun interactions, it was pretty good. There, um, then we come to the, uh, weaker, um, stuff. There's three big issues with this movie. I, um, that, and actually the third one kind of, it is the result of the first two or, well, hang on. I'm saying this wrong. I kind of feel, so I'll just go through them. One. So you get some original characters in the movie. Okay. That's fine. Usually you do that in a, uh, a movie. But I feel like there's a bit too much focus on them compared to the characters we care about. Two, a bunch of stuff, especially involving those other characters, is overly serious. Like we have this, um, this, uh, like one of them had this backstory that because they came from Tanya's world, and in the, the totally not the, and in that, um, thing, because remember this whole thing is sort of World War One, but not really, in the totally not United States uh, country, <laughs> um, apparent, because they became at war with the totally not Germany country, uh, there was a bunch of like, you know, dislike and prejudice and stuff against the people who came originally came from the totally not Germany country. And yeah, I'm like, okay, so this is taken from real history. There was actually a lot of dislike of German Americans during World War One, which caused a big increase in Americanization among them and such. And I'm thinking, okay, that's actually kind of an interesting historical thing. Why is that in this movie that is based on a on a wacky comedy series? Mm-hmm. So there's stuff like that. There's a bunch of stuff that's overly serious. But that brings me to third biggest issue, which is that this movie is too long. Uh, going into it, I saw, wow, this thing is is almost two hours? That seems pretty long for something based on, you know, Isekai Quartet, uh, a, a series whose episodes aren't even a quarter of an hour. And I was right, this movie ended up kind of dragging as a result, and if they had, yeah. you know, cut down on some of the more serious stuff, maybe taken a bit less of the excessive focus on the original characters, and also cut down a bit on, like, the climax, um, fight which went on way too long um that could have dropped it down this should not have been any longer than 90 minutes which incidentally was how long uh the konosuba legend of crimson movie was uh so that's basically my thoughts i i i did like some parts of it but on the whole i kind of have to say i was pretty disappointed because of those other things i mentioned it i i understand you know a movie is going to be more serious um than like a TV show off and like recess was a cart was a comedy cartoon about kids. Like what they did at recess, the movie involved a care, uh, a character who had a plan to permanently change the weather to destroy summer vacation. Um, <laughs> uh, so I don't mind that, but it, but it just got too mellow, melodramatic. That's the word I should be looking for. Got too melodramatic at points. So, um, yeah, that's overall, I guess, my thoughts um, on it. Um, do you want uh, you want to talk about it? I think I act. Uh, um, your your thoughts. 
yeah, I thought at first it was kind of funny. It had some pretty good moments where it was getting the characters together. And uh, Aqua was especially funny in this movie. She was my MVP. Like, she was the best character of the movie. Uh, Darkness had a couple of funny moments. Even Megan Mean was all right. I guess I'm just saying all Kona Suba was. Uh, but, you know. Um, Kona, Kona, in fairness, some... Kona Suba of the four, well, five series that are in the crossover of um, this. Kona Suba is the one that's the explicit comedy. All the other series in it are much more serious. So a lot of the comedy does come from the Kona Suba um, characters. And I'm sorry, I interrupted yeah. you. Go on. Um, uh, well, there are some good moments with the ReZero characters, too. And and I guess a little bit with Overlord. But um, when it came to this serious plot, it really um, just missed the point of what Isekai Quartet is all about. And... Um, and had to introduce these new characters who I didn't care about and never gave me a reason to care about them. So, yeah, um, I would say it was about average. It wasn't bad at all. It wasn't a bad movie. It just uh, didn't... I was hoping for something more along the lines of like a quadruple normal episode of Isekai Quartet. That's kind of what I was hoping for instead of what we got. So yeah, that that's kind of where I'm going with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I agree with um, you on uh, pretty much everything you said. It's, it's, uh, it's a frustrating movie because there's some, because I don't, I can't really exactly just say, well, don't watch it because there's some good stuff in it. It's just so much of it isn't that great and feels that at, it doesn't really fit with like the series or even other parts of the movie. Um, the more serious stuff, I, I guess, you know, if you liked Isekai Quartet, you and you want more, you could watch the series, the movie. I think, Maybe maybe I would have liked it a little more if I had known ahead of time what what I would like more about it. So if you're still interested after hearing that, you, you might like the movie, especially with uh, you know knowing that yes, there are some kind of more dull, overly somber parts. Um, one thing I, I did want to note: this is a minor thing, but when I was watching this subbed on Crunchyroll, there's no dub for it. Um, I, it felt to me like there were more typo. I, I had noticed an unusually high number of typos in the in the subtitles. Um, like uh, like uh, I, I wrote down a f- few. Did I write the, any of them um, down? No, I I don't think I wrote. Um, I specified wow. them. I know there's at least one case where where there's an for example, let's see, there's an it's that should have had an apostrophe but it didn't. Um, for uh, example, there was a time where they wrote, um, I didn't, I, I'm pretty sure there was a part where it should have said her, but it wrote here. And I, mm. there were at least two others, I, but I don't remember the specifics. So that was, that was a little unusual there. They, usually they don't have that sort of um thing. So I was a little surprised 
by that. There are also, uh, on the whole, the subtitling seemed a little worse in some areas. There's a there's like a part where Tanya like says the arrow has already left the bow. Uh, in context, is like saying, oh well, it's too late for that. I'm thinking, okay, that's probably some Japanese expression, but it sounds really weird when you just render it literally into English. Yeah. Um, it. Uh, I checked like some of the other languages for that one. Um line like some of them render it literally and others say it more like um like a, not you know more like not that like literal fashion so i'm just assuming it's a japanese expression and yeah i can understand um it it kind of like how the spanish expression uh like pedir manzanas al olmo i think it is which means like to ask an elm tree for apples which means to ask the impossible and you can probably figure that out just by listening to that but it doesn't sound. But it sounds really weird when you say it in English. So, mm. so that's just a note there. I um, guess a kind of a minor thing, but it was just something, and probably doesn't matter. But I just guess I mentioned it. Um, and yeah, uh, don't think there's really too much else to say about it because there, despite things being overly like somber and serious and stuff, there really wasn't that much of a plot to them to the, uh, hang on one second, I'm getting a phone call. Okay, uh, hang, um, uh, finished with that, sorry. Um, so, what, uh, sorry, I lost track of what I was saying. Well, it probably wasn't important. Uh, any, mm -hmm. but that's basically my bottom, uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't want to keep going, I, I always do this, I say things and then I keep repeating them and then I repeat them again and I just gotta cut mm -hmm. myself off. I think I said all the important stuff about the movie. Um, I am still interested to see the third season whenever it comes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought it was just kind of like an average movie. It, it had its good parts, but it also had its bad parts. So, yeah. All right. Um, all right, I guess that's all the stuff we have to say about that. Um, I guess we can just give our rankings for the top threes. Although yeah. there was, what, like four series we watched? Um, uh, unless you want um, unless you want to count the Isekai Quartet movie towards it. Uh, I'm not including that. I'm not sure it would have made it anyway. I'm not including Full Metal Panic. Although I'm not sure that would have made it anyway. Uh, third place was The Eminence and Shadow. Uh, second place was My Teen Romantic Comedy Snafu. And first place for the second straight week is Attack on Titan Junior High. Um, let's see. Yeah, that's my choice is also. <laughs> okay. Maybe, maybe we should like go to like a top two or top one if we're not going to have as many series to talk to rank. Um, we could uh, think about that later. Uh, yeah. Um, I guess I'll just briefly say maybe this would have made more sense to talk about with the Attack on Titan Junior High, but I did re rewatch the second season of Attack on Titan again, watching it dubbed in Spanish, hoping to somehow increase my comprehension. Um, Although I, my opinion of it is about the same as what I saw it originally. Um, with this, basically, I think uh, 
The second season is really great for like the first seven or eight episodes. I it's it's great through that when they um fight the um col the uh, armor titan. That's great. After that, the series the season go um is a lot weaker. So same opinion there. Uh, I I won't bore with all the specifics um stuff. Although I will say it is a little funny to look back because there's a part where um two of the characters who kind of know what's like really going on as you could say um there's a conversation and you know of course we they make some statements that make no sense to us but make more sense once you know everything else but at the same time the conversation is so obviously avoiding saying anything explicitly and i'm thinking you got there's no reason for you to beat around the bush the way you're talking other than the fact you don't want to spoil stuff for the re viewers and um also, the season does have a really annoying Deus Ex Machina at the end. Do you, do you remember um, what happens at the end of season two? The the one no, refresh my memory. It's the part where um they're all being attacked by the Titans, <laughs> Attack on Titan, and things are looking uh -huh. really bleak. But Aaron, when he like hits the um, well, it's called the Smiling Titan, but it could kind of be called the Troll of Face Titan, as I used to call it. Um, and then it just causes this thing that makes all the Titans listen to, um, Aaron, which, and, and attack, like, you know, the bat, the enemies. So they all manage to escape Which so not, the thing is not only is it a deus ex machina to be fair, it, it, this actually is an important plot point in the series. So it had to be introduced, but the way it's introduced is a total deus machina. If Aaron had literally been touching any other titan in the entire world other than that um specific one uh well i think there might have been one other that could qualify but basically anyone else if he had been touching anyone any other titan then that then nothing would have happened and everyone would have died so in universe it was like one of the most insanely lucky situations ever that got him out of it mm-hmm um, yeah, I don't know if I'll go on to watch more of, um, the third season cause, uh, the first half was kind of dull, but yeah, that's just my old, my, um, random thoughts on that. And, um, mm. yeah, don't have anything else to, um, say, uh, so yeah. Anything you want to say or shall we just, uh, finish? Uh, let me see. I was thinking about something. I can't remember now. Um, yeah. Um, so what have we got next week? What's our lineup? Um, I was thinking we would just do the same stuff we watched for this week. We'll go with one episode of Full Metal Panic, two of Eminence in Shadow, one of Attack on Titan Junior High, and one of my teen romantic comedy snafu. In regards to Toonami, we'll be watching the um, season this first episode of season four of Fooly Cooly hopefully will be better than the second and third. And then there's also the uh -huh. attack on Titan. Um, season four, part three, part one. <laughs> uh, I will never get tired of that joke. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so that's it. Anything else? Nope. That's pretty much it. All right, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye.